Hi and welcome to Detox Talks the Detox a podcast where we talk to some of the world's finest leaders about their detox rituals and how they maintain continuity in a world of noise and chaos how they make sure that the criticism that the world puts on them doesn't affect their insight and they still continue to perform as well as they do thanks for tuning in this is Kunal Chandirmani and you are listening to Detox Talks the Detox we have Manish Tyagi with us a retired navy commander turned stand-up comedian who served 23 years in the armed forces before turning to stand-up comedy. He is also a 14-time TEDx speaker and amongst the most humble human beings I know. Thanks for taking out the time for this and super excited to go ahead. Thank you for getting me online. I really love your uh, background in the military and how and how the transition came. So a naval commander turned stand-up comedian it's something you don't see too many times in a lifetime. So you would have various different parts of the journey and a lot of resistance while changing from one part to another. So what was yeah. your how did you overcome that pressure? What kept you detoxified all that time? Yeah, so when we uh, so you know I also shared this in uh, one of my talks is like I think uh, everybody has their own um uh, you know i think how do we say mantra or everybody has their own source of detoxifying their life and system so for me i think uh, my uh, funny bone and my sense of humor was something which kept insulating me and isolating me from a lot of toxic stuff which goes around so even if i had a very bad evening or a bad day like i i share the story like when i do my lives on different places i say that on a worship when i was on a worship i my sense of humor was heightened to the next level <laughs> so i think that was my defense mechanism working and you know humor would be absolutely subtle and very sarcastic and you know it could be it, that's how i would i think that's that's my way of doing it all the time so humor is probably a detox uh, a way to detox for a lot of people so uh, in terms of consuming it so in terms of producing it do you also consume some specific stand up Yeah it's a, so I always say the stand up comedy and stand up comics or let's say authors for that matter are people who are in one of the most lonely professions all right because because you are pitching only against yourself and I like share this with people is that you know when I used to for a while I used to play golf very regularly so the golf is a game in which you play one is you play it's a game in which the only game in which the ball is stationary all right every other ball game the ball is moving it's cricket football volleyball whatever it is and the second thing is that golf is a game you are playing all the time against yourself and you are you have to improve your game and it doesn't depend on anybody else's game per se so i think stand up comedy is like that where irrespective of whoever is doing whatever he's doing out there you have to create your own space you have to create your own genre you have to create your own audience you have to create your own following and you need to keep going back and revisiting your jokes or whatever you know like in the sense of you've written something or you've observed something and put it out there and you say nahi yaar isme this line could have worked better and this would have been a funnier thing so that's how it works for me uh, one of the most common things with stand up whether it is in uh, in the comment section on a youtube video or or within even direct contact there's a lot of criticism involved so uh, and and criticism seems to take a toll on a lot of people So, what's your detox ritual to uh, rejuvenate after facing some criticism which affects you? Oh, that, that, this happens all the time because you know there are a lot of people who are writing comments, and 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 the point is, you know, I think maybe because you know the older you get, at times what happens is that you understand this. This is an understanding which comes by when you get older, or not even older, you evolve in life. 
like we spoke some time back is like that Spider-Man thing that you know with great power comes great responsibility. So everybody who's out there who's got a you know smartphone and who's got a internet connection can write anything to you and get away with it. And stand-up comics being one of the an artist stand-up comics being one of the softest targets, you know, because anybody can get offended any time at one joke and and intolerance is anyway on a you know how high it is in this part of the world. <laughs> so for yeah. me, so yeah, so it upsets me at times. But then you know you, uh, it's it's a process, you know, like like you can't one day suddenly switch off. It's not like a switch which can you know can switch off and switch on. It's just a question of you know doing it again and again and again and again and then at one point you reach a point when you don't allow these things to affect you. So like you like like let's say somebody has written something to me on a social media you know platform anywhere whether it is YouTube or any other platform and then you know at 2 a.m. I see this somebody abusing me or some comment which is very this and I'm like you know I look back and I think it it gets a little rattles you a bit because you don't expect that kind of thing but then next morning get up. It's a new day. It's a new beginning. Write a new joke and go back and hit hard. <laughs> Just go back and hit hard. Just go back and so like you know army. If you've seen somewhere, like I was in the navy, but army they used to say that you know first hit, then keep hitting. You know, hit, hit hard and keep hitting. So I look at it this way that, you know, first hit, then just keep hitting. And that's it. Just keep going back. Keep doing your stuff. Just ignore completely. It's not easy to ignore, but that's the only way to detox yourself from so much of, you know, stuff which is flowing around on the, you know, on the social media today. Overall, like uh, when you newly got into stand-up, uh, not even professional stand-up, when you uh, new, newly realized the talent of stand-up and you started cracking jokes and then, and like when you really got your first uh, hold of criticism, what was your go-to detox ritual when it started affecting you for the first time without all the exposure? I was always funny. Yeah, it's just that we didn't have opportunities when I was younger. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, you know what? No, no, I was all, I was a cultural secretary in college, man. I presented my college in a couple of youth fests and all that. And when I joined the Navy also, I was like constantly, you know, there telling jokes. Because those days you would just tell jokes, you know, from SMS, WhatsApp, whatever it is. Keep people entertained. Sure. Having said that, when I started my open mic, so let me also share this, that I started my career, say, like, first open mic was in August 2014, at the age of 47, all right? So when you get there, you are... <clears throat> there are enough guys who are much younger than you. Almost everybody is half your age and lesser than that, and you know, and they're much funnier than you. It's not that you can't be funny. It's just a question of people accepting somebody with you know Fifty Shades of Grey getting onto the stage, and then ex commander and all that, and he's coming and telling jokes. Mm-hmm. So it's a little difficult for people to um, you know understand. So yeah, for me, I took understand and accept that okay, this man can also tell jokes, right? Mm-hmm. So for so it's Indian, you know how the Indian social system is. So it's not just about us. It's about a lot of youth who looks at you and says, Arya, he looks like my father and how can my dad go on stage and tell a joke like that? You know, like, there's a mindset which works. True. So I, when I started my open mics, I probably did in the first year almost 150 open mics, all right, which is like investment of six to eight hours a day, uh, every second day. So probably I was hitting the stage every three, twice or thrice a week in different parts of NCR and still trying to find my feet. But then I realized that, you know, what also happens is that you create your own opportunity along the way and you connect with people you slowly. So because so when I quit the Navy, also just going back quickly, I decided not to, I didn't want to work full time being a, I've done my P-Tech, I've done M-Tech, I've done MBA. But I wanted to be a corporate trainer and go back and, you know, give it back mm-hmm. to the society, whatever I'd learned in life. 
And since I had done a lot of corporate training by then, I knew that interacting with people and interactions is my strength. So when we did my, so eventually what happened was after a year or so, people recognized that, okay, Manish can, he's a good host, right? He interacts well. So we did a first show about almost a year down the line with a, you know, three artists, multi-artist show. I realized that, you know, certain things there, the challenge for me was because, you know, I, you know, we were, we were just going in my flow and I was not really... I think I was pretty serious and passionate about it, but I was not really able to still get a grip of what really the audience wants because it's it's a free art form. And there are times you could end up doing 18 plus comedy. You could do somebody does adult comedy, somebody abuses. You know what I mean to say. Yeah. But then gradually you go back and you... So when, when people come back and tell you, yeah, so you know what, this was a little not okay or you could have... so. I think, again, like I said, over the years, uh, you can come to a point in life where you go back, come back, hit the pillow at night, whatever time it is, 1 a.m. or 2 a.m., and then you look back and introspect and say, huh, I think I can make amends here. So again, like I said, for me, it was accepting very quickly. I think the, also the problem what happens in India is that, you know, we are not very good, very good with taking feedbacks, all right? And because we are, we are caught up in our own mindset that, what I'm doing is right and isko kuch <laughs> I think I was pretty open to feedbacks. I think it's a very important part of, you know, anybody who wants to grow and improve and evolve in life is that you should be able to take feedbacks. So have your filters in place and you say, ha, this person means, you know, one, one, you know clearly like there are two type of people, one who's criticizing you for the heck of it because he's jealous of you or whatever it is. And there's somebody who's really genuinely means well for you. He knows, he sees a talent and he says, okay, do abuse. I think you should do this. Go back and let that filter sink in and then say, yeah, I think we need to make course correction. So being in the Navy, that's what happens all the time. You know, when you're sailing out there, you're constantly doing a course correction of your ship because there's, there is, you know, the sea which is there, the wind which is there, you know, the ship drifts from its, the you know, it's not like, it's not, so that's what happens in aircrafts also. When you watch your turbulence, you know, it's like the wind is pushing you somewhere. Aircraft is working otherwise. So you keep doing course correction all the time till you, till you, you know, come to that point and say, okay, this is, this is comfortable. I can probably steer in this course and be fine. So uh, there's this very famous belief and it's this very famous thought process that stand-up comics, the more extrovert they are on the outside, the more uh, softer and more open they are on the inside. Is that actually true? Uh, no, I don't, I don't think so because everybody has a personality of his own, you know. Uh, I've seen some guys who are absolute introverts who, you know, go on the stage and become like, they rock. Their writing is amazing. Their observations are fantastic. And then on the other hand, there are some guys who are, you know, extroverts off stage. But on stage, you realize that they just leave. Mm. So I think there is, uh, it's, it's a very personality, uh, personal personality or personal, you know, space where, I don't think that would be really, um, I think so, yeah. So, uh, another thing I feel currently, like one of the biggest uh, stress in people's mind is regarding the COVID-19 crisis right now. And somewhere they've been looking for different ways to detox from that. And being one, being in comedy, which is turned to be one of the biggest ways to detox for a lot of people. Apart from comedy, is there some second detox ritual which you go to? You have your mom standing on your head and telling either Bal Chodia and I'll get mom I'm on the head, right? 
so just watch that get on to it <laughs> get over it don't do cheap drugs <laughs> true <laughs> like that yeah no yeah. yeah i feel that's really necessary because all the people who were all this time complaining that they did not have time to pursue mm. what they wanted mm. to pursue now the same people are complaining about uh, that they have too much time correct so yeah, yeah exactly opportunity we yeah we will complain so just coming back to the question you put i had to come back where you said like somebody had tried to troll me on linkedin and next morning i was a little so i said naya joke likhne ka so my joke which came to my mind is like i overheard two women talking and one was saying ki yaar karwa chauth ne bhagwan ji se ye bola tha ki bas uski lambi ayu rakhna ye nahi bola tha ki wo lambe samay ke liye ghar mein rahe you know so guys <laughs> 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 bas ho gaya bas ha i'm done with karwa chauth please <laughs> he is there at home So I I put a picture also very funny. I put people had put such lovely comments. So in my apartment complex in the garden, I saw one guy sitting in the sun alone. I took a picture of him and put it out on the social media. I said, I'm sure his wife must have told him, "Thode bhi ke liye bahar jao." Dhoop mein baith jao. He said, "Baby, bahar corona hai." He said, "Nee, dhoop mein baitho corona nahi lagta hai dhoop mein." Oh my God! Like, <laughs> yeah. so, so for me, this is the this is my detox. Okay, finding, looking at people, finding. Also, just sharing one funny thing. I put a picture of two guys on Instagram sitting, and you know, very close to each other. And I said, I think they are probably discussing Kanika's story of social distancing and Corona, right? So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so one of the guys stays here, and he wrote in my Insta. He said, "This is me sitting there. Don't put my picture here." <laughs> I said, "Next time, stop sitting. Otherwise, I'll send this picture to the police station." <laughs> <laughs> funny, I haven't seen him after that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you need to find, you know, you need to one has to find different. Yes, please go ahead. Yeah. Uh, taking a slight shift again to uh, mm-hmm. to your naval career. Uh, when in the navy was there any moment as such when you really felt that everyone like in the middle of some stress was just continuous where you need to take a moment off and detox before you got back in? See, what happens in the navy is uh, fortunately, see as an engineer Uh, in my 23 years of career, what happens in the navy is that you know every couple of years you move to a new posting altogether. All right, so you move to a different station, you move to a different role altogether. So like if I'm on a ship for a year, year and a half, I might after that go to a dockyard for a year, two years, then I might go to a training establishment, then I might go to a DRDO, I might go to this. So I think that takes care of that part where you when you change roles, you know, like it's whatever has built up on you. the moment you go to a new place you know the moment you purge it out it's not there so if you're on a ship and running and operating and maintaining and maintaining a ship and sailing continuously away from family there's so much pressure so the moment you get off that you automatically detox i think you know what i mean true because you're not in that role anymore you've moved into a smaller simpler where you start going home every day for lunch and then you are available your family is spending family time so i think that's what happens is that you know it it happens by and large most of the time that uh you automatically your new posting itself becomes your new you know kind of a detox thing for you otherwise then like i said there are a lot of you know other venues ampuses has enough and you know to offer in terms of uh adventure activities i know people who climb mount everest i've seen people who you know are in sports excelling so they find that something or the other to do there's enough to do that true so now we're going to do a little rapid fire round so sure. It's going to be a uh, ten seconds for each question, instant answer. So uh, let's start. So sure. your detox drink. Um, I think Old Monk works for me best. Your sleep hours. Oh, very, very, very weird at this point in time, man. 
extra sleep on Netflix. Ah, uh, sleep anytime. Instagram or LinkedIn. Ah, uh, LinkedIn. CCD or Starbucks. Um, CCD. iPhone or Android. iPhone. And that's it. So thanks a lot for taking out the time for this. It was totally a pleasure having you. Thank you so very much for the opportunity. Absolutely wonderful talking to you. You just heard an episode on the Detox podcast. Do not forget to subscribe on your favorite streaming platform, whether it is Spotify or iTunes. We are there.